This is 169 Projects. I'm Michael Tutton. I'm insatiably curious and excited about finding great work done in digital signage and visual communications. This podcast is designed to dig into some of those projects, find out what they're all about and how they came together. That might be a big experiential job, a massive video wall, projection mapping, or a cool one-to-one interactive project. Each episode will get into the thinking behind the project and how it came together by talking to the people responsible. Just like the Mothership Podcast 16.9, this one's available online, or you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or using your favorite podcast listening app. I'm grateful and excited to announce that the podcast now has a sponsor thanks to Mahler Digital Signage. That's right, 16.9 Projects is sponsored by Mahler Digital Signage. Put your digital signage network in expert hands. This isn't a project that's large in terms of its pixel or screen counts. Its impact is in its scale. The Canadian city of Sudbury is about a four-hour drive north of Toronto. With a population a little less than Jackson, Mississippi, it is the seventh largest municipality by area in Canada. Capital Networks has been working with the city since 2014 to help them coordinate their digital signage strategy to both employees and citizens across multiple city venues. That means over 45 locations, including pools and recreation centers, fire and ambulance halls, arenas, public transit, and the airport. Interestingly, the ownership of digital signage rests with the technology department. This frees up business groups to focus on their message, not the technology. I spoke with Kelly Smith, account executive with Capital Networks, about whether IT ownership makes sense in all scenarios and whether the lack of an overall message owner is an issue. Thanks for joining us, Kelly. Why don't you tell us about the project? Yeah, so the city of Greater Sudbury um, has deployed digital signage across uh, a wide number of city services. Uh, They have the ability to uh, manage them centrally and give uh, all the different departments ability to access their own content. Um, But what's neat about this is... um, that they really, they really deployed it with a with a strategy and an idea that they didn't want to spend all day managing digital signage from an IT department. So they set it up uh, in a way that they can make it as as efficient to manage on the back end as possible, uh, while giving all the all the different endpoints uh, and dis- seemingly disparate organizations um, the flexibility to really do what they need to do with digital signage. And so when we talk about a municipality doing something like this, what are the endpoints? Who, what, what, where are these screens placed? So you have uh, civic centers where people may be going to do, uh, you know, municipal um, business such as, you know, getting permits, uh, court services, uh, that kind of thing. You have pools, recreation centers, libraries, places where uh, families and and teams and uh, the public are going to go for for that kind of fun things, Uh, arenas as well. You have uh, fire, ambulance uh, depots where what's neat about that is you have a lot of workers who uh, don't spend their day at their computers, but they need to uh, be able to get corporate communications information. So it's very different from uh, public-facing stuff. It's more geared with speaking to the employees there. Uh, bus bus uh, depot stations where people are standing, wanting to needing to know like how long do I have to stand here? When's my next bus coming? Uh, and you also have the uh, the airport there, uh, where they they do a lot of public information uh, messaging there. And most recently, they've even added uh, the city call center, which is also uh, an employee communication tool there. So, those the, all these different uh, types of um, buildings and, and organizations, they all seem uh, like they may not be connected, but where they are is they're all receiving IT support from the same the same small group of people. 
And the messaging that's going out is both to the public and uh, to employees. It is, yeah. There's a, there's a mix of both depending on the the screens. Uh, most of the buildings uh, that they're doing, it's it's one or the other depending where the screen is. The call center actually has a combination of both. So they have a screen out front where they're able to communicate uh, to people who may be coming in for business, uh, and also an employee. Uh, facing screen in the back that's putting up uh, statistics and information about, you know, calls on hold, as well as other um, other things that need to be communicated to employees on a day-to-day basis. And how does the city approach this in terms of content strategy, thinking about uh, what messaging is appropriate to be putting out there and who's in charge of that messaging? So each of the different... Um, business units or groups is really managing their own content strategy. Uh, what uh, what we do with them when they when a new group wants to come on board is we have uh, we have a meeting with them where we figure out what is your unique content strategy because for example what the arenas need to put up on their screens is very different to put up on their screens. And so we we figure out what each uh, what each group's strategy is and and work with them to to figure out how best to deploy that on the screen. There is uh, some commonalities among all of them uh, where where we like to try and encourage our customers to try and automate as much of the the screen content as possible. And so um, they may all have uh, city Twitter feeds coming on. So somebody could have the ability to get a message to the entire city. Um, on all of the digital screens at uh, very easily without having to go through the through the content management process. And so that uh, that's one way that they can all stay somewhat connected. Um, things like fire and ambulance, well, each station is man- can manage their own uh, content independently. You also have uh, people that can manage content across all fire stations so they can get um, they can get messages to all the people in that in that business unit, um, but because both of those organizations are first responders, there's um, there's the ability to send uh, higher priority or uh, emergency or important messaging to all of those stations at the same time. So those screens can actually be taken over with uh, with something that needs to kind of be a global important message to everybody uh, in a first responder position. So this seems like it's a very uh, uh, practical exercise. Some of the other uh, episodes we've done have been, um, you know, ambient art, and it just looks pretty, and it's 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 not accomplishing much more than impacting uh, how an area looks. But this is something that's very practical. The whole project sounds like it's taken from a very practical point of view. It, it very much is. Yes, each of the um, each of the different uh, groups or business units, they're they're doing this for a reason. None of them have uh, decided we're going to do digital signage just for the fun of it, or just for um, to make because this is the way it's going to look. I mean, while they certainly have the ability to add that type of implementation onto their network, um, they are all very they serve a purpose and um, use that purpose is to get messages to 
the people that are coming into those spaces. Things like the arenas, when people come in, they know where to go to figure out which change room they are going into, and nobody has to go around and post a list on side of each door every day. That information is, is scheduled to, to be up there, and now uh, because they've put them in all of the arenas, people know where to go. Depending on which arena you go to, they just know that there will be a screen that tells them which change room they have to go to. And it's, it's slowly... Uh, growing over the over the years, they've added uh, a couple different groups uh, each year, and each one of them is sought out to serve a purpose. So we go through that process of asking them, "Why are you doing this? What do you want to do? What are your goals?" And uh, and then we we work with them to put it together to to execute on that. So by working with the IT department and having them uh, establish a foundation to build upon, you're kind of getting rid of the barrier to entry for all these departments, right? Very much so. So when they approach their IT department and say, we want to put up a digital screen, those other groups, they may not know where to go to get that. uh, And they may not have experience in managing that kind of technology within their building. And so by working very closely with their IT team, they now have a number of years of experience in uh, managing the back end, managing the hardware, and they can make it... um, Nobody has to be reinventing the wheel every time you want to add digital signage. They have one platform for the entire city for all the services, and they can say, okay, we've already invested in the research and the the hardware and software, and we know what works for us. And they can can say, you know, they put together a meeting for everybody, and and we get them started. And it actually... um, it makes the process of onboarding a new a new business unit very quick, actually. And all these other uh, departments, they don't go through the whole process of, of starting digital signage again because the city has taken ownership um, from an IT perspective for all of those units. So maybe explain technically uh, what the network design is like behind the scenes so we can understand that. Uh, so within the uh, city of Greater Sudbury's infrastructure, they have a virtual machine uh, set up that runs the audience uh, backend platform, and then each of the each of the I'll call them outbuildings or the other business units at their location, they have uh, they're all using Android media players, um, using the audience uh, Android audience Android solution. And they communicate back to the city's city server to retrieve their content, stores it locally for playback. And um, they're, they're all using the, the same model and device of Android players with, uh, the exception of, uh, with the exception of one of the ones in the call center that required uh, the ability to have HDMI in so that they can um, have a little bit of live video streaming of their other dashboards. But by giving them all common hardware, uh, again, it's just reducing the the amount of different things that the IT department has to support. And how do they manage content? So each of the uh, users has a login for Audience Billboard, the web interface uh, portion of the software. And their user account is set up so that they don't have access to any other group's uh, content. Um, so depending on what type of business unit they're in or which location they're in, they may have access to uh, post to one screen or one type of screen. 
Uh, and it's all done through a web interface. We create templates for them, but they can also upload images, videos, uh, and do whatever they need right from their desk. They don't. Nobody has to uh, contact um, somebody within IT to get their content updated. So each business unit is really empowered to manage it on their own. I'd like to thank our sole sponsor, Mahler Digital Signage, for their patronage. It helps cover the costs and means the podcast can visit DSC to gather some more great interviews. Here's Mahler's Luis Villafane. Hi there. This is Luis from Mahler Digital Signage. You can find us at MahlerDSO.com. We plan, install, and manage digital signage networks for marketing projects, advertising, and retail. We don't sell PCs. We don't sell screens. We don't sell advertising or do physical installations. At Mahler Digital Signage, we offer an all-around consultancy service and project management that will help you find the best hardware and software solutions to deploy from scratch your digital signage network. We adapt to what your company needs, from small to large networks, with a direct support from our engineers within 20 minutes. So at Matter, we manage and design networks. We manage and design digital signage networks. That is it. Check out our website at www.mallardso.com. And is there a central view of content by the city as well? Is somebody uh, kind of overseeing everything or at least looking at everything from a, a continuity point of view at all? That's where uh, the IT department works sort of in consultation with, uh, with us. So we, uh, when we launch a new business unit, uh, they really look to us for uh, best practices and expertise in terms of how to bring that business unit on board and make them fit with everything else that they're doing. So uh, things like the fire and the ambulance we launched them at the pretty close to each other and we thought you know these two groups have some things in common let's make sure that their screen layouts are almost identical so that they have the ability to do shared content where needed they're a little bit different colors um you know different logos up at the top uh but the 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 wireframe of them is very much the same and they they look to us for that sort of guidance when we launched the uh, the airport, the call center, and public transit—they um, were—they were all given very similar color themes and and style. Think things that had to be stylized were all very much tied together to create a sense of uh, continuity across across those different city services. It evolves over time what the what the designs look like, trying to keep things you know fresh and modern. Um, but we do. Uh, work with them to try and keep some consistency in, in stylizing and formatting um, across across all of them. I imagine dealing with municipality that there's a, a real issue with the with the problem of just trying to put up so many zones on the screen. How has that discussion gone? So again, that goes back to that consultative approach to onboarding uh, a new business unit. In we we say to them, we ask them like. What are you trying to do? What do you want to do? We show them examples of some of the other city services or groups that are similar to theirs. And we say, you know, what of these kind of resonate with you? And we, we steer, I think we've done, a, we've done a pretty great job of steering them away from putting too much on the screen at any one time. And you can, you can encourage and challenge people to find efficient ways to say what they want to say. Um, you don't have to 
have all of your messages up on the screen at one time. You don't have to share space. Instead, you can share time. I mean, if people are going to be in a space for um, a couple minutes, you know, they have that opportunity to see uh, multiple messages through a loop. And so uh, we, we work with them to to teach them our experiences and our best practices and in terms of how to how to do that and it's been very well received and i i i think that the uh i wouldn't really consider any of their screens to be cluttered in terms of design what were some of the challenges in working with the municipality it's a it's a smaller population than a major metropolis but it's also spread over a, a quite large space so were there any challenges around any of that to be honest no like the city of Greater Sudbury, I, I think, has just done such a phenomenal job uh, with how they're managing this this deployment, um, and I I really I really think that, that that how they've done this should be a model for all municipalities. Um, challenges, I I don't think that they're really on our end, but I know that in terms of the large geographic area, they have some challenges. Uh, if if somebody has to go off-site to service a computer because they are so widely spread out. Uh, I mean, they when they told me this, that's that somebody leaving the office to go service a computer, they could be gone all day. Um, and so, you know, that's, the, that's one of the challenges that they have with supporting IT infrastructure across such a large geography with such a small team. Uh, and that's part of the reason why they identified right from uh, very early before they really expanded their digital signage. That's why they identified that they needed to have a platform that they could trust and um, have have vendors that could support them with, with all of it. Not to pick on Sudbury and say they aren't doing these things, but what could municipalities be doing that they aren't doing with digital signage? What kind of expansions could they, could they maybe be looking at doing? I think that... Um, Municipalities are are inherently a little shy to to take on um, any radical new uh, emerging technologies, just because you have um, such wide variety in ages and technical abilities of the people that are going to come into into your spaces. I think things like um, dynamic fulfillment of NFC based off of what's on the uh, based off what's on the screen, is something that uh, that you will see a lot of in in the coming years, especially now with Apple opening up NFC as the as the banks and retailer as the banks teach uh, us how to tap with our phone and then something happens. I think that you're going to start seeing um, more of that mobile engagement and mobile fulfillment of screen content uh, with your with your phone. And as that becomes a new learned behavior, I think that that will move into um, municipal organizations as well, especially in those public sp- public spaces. Um, you know, you could be at the uh, recreation center, and there's a uh, there's an ad up on the screen saying so our summer camps are open for registration now. Tap your phone to this NFC tag to register now, and you could have that call to action with that immediate fulfillment and then results. Um, and so I think that's something that I'd like to see uh, happening. Hopefully in the next couple of years, we start to see more adoption of that kind of thing. And do you think the the lack of adoption has been the fact that simply the iPhone hasn't had that functionality till now? Or do you think that people are have been a bit reticent? 
No, I think 100% uh, it's because that the iPhone hasn't had that ability. Um, I mean, previously, the the only way that you could get something similar to that was through the use of is through the use of QR codes. Which, if you don't have a QR code reader on your phone or you don't totally understand it, it's not really a great user experience. Uh, and there's been no other um, no other way to teach us that learned behavior uh, as as consumers. And so I think that. Like I said, now that Apple's opening up NFC on the iPhone and banks and retailers are teaching us that behavior of tapping your phone and something happens, that it will it will become more of a, a learned behavior and more of a, a thing that we understand and we, we do and we use. And it, you'll start to see it more in marketing uh, initiatives. Over the years, there's been this argument about whether digital signage should live within the IT department or marketing or corporate comm or HR, that kind of thing. Clearly, this is working for Sudbury. Is this the right approach for all businesses to have digital signage within IT, do you think? I think that you 100% need to have IT engagement and buy-in in a digital signage network. Um because really, at the end of the day, they, they become the first line of support when it resides on their servers and there's hard or you know media player hardware on their on their network, and so you really you really do need to have them um, involved and, and have their blessing on the project. Whether it should be owned by also owned by corporate communications and marketing, I think that comes down to who's who's driving driving the message. So. In the case of the the city of Greater Sudbury, the the people driving the the content programming and the messaging and the objective of each screen are really the individual business units. Uh, if you were looking at a if you were looking at a bank or something that was using digital signage in their offices for employee communications, that's really being driven by corporate communications and marketing, and so they could be. Um, either the main or, or co-sponsor for that project. But with the municipality, because the communications objectives are really being driven by each business unit, um, having them as the secondary uh, you know, project co-sponsors, I, th I think, is, is a reasonable strategy. How big do you think, you know, Sudbury's not a large city, how big do you think this approach could expand to could could a, a larger city have IT be in charge of their digital signage rollout or once you get into a larger city do you need a lot more stakeholders really owning things I, I don't think you do I think you'd need um, in a larger municipality I mean you you'd certainly still need IT and we're seeing that with other other municipalities that we're working with where they may have deployed slowly over the years multiple types of digital signage system and um, now that it is it is more of a mature technology you you see IT kind of put stepping in and trying to put the reins on things because they're realizing that they started supporting one system for the library and they started supporting a different system for uh, the arenas and they want to now just manage manage one and I think that um, that strategy, I think it works well for municipalities of all sizes. You can certainly have the other departments still putting in uh, their input, and you can have uh, marketing and communications be more involved. Um, but I still, I still believe that in this type of, uh, in a municipal organization, that having IT as the 
owner, at least in terms of supporting uh, the software and hardware, is is a really great strategy. Uh, so as we wrap things up, Kelly, what stands out in your mind about this project? I just I think that what's really impressive about about this deployment is that you have. Uh, such a small team of individuals responsible for supporting IT services across such a such a wide area, and um, you have so many different stakeholders who want to use this system. And I think that Scott and Jim uh, at the City of Sudbury they've done such a great job of providing support to those uh, different business units um, without making digital signage. Uh, a huge part of their job. They're not spending all day managing technology for these groups. They've they've done a great job of setting themselves up for success so that they can provide digital signage to all their all the different groups that they have to support without taking on a huge workload themselves. Thank you for talking to us today. Thank you very much for having me. That's all for this episode of 69 Projects. If you've seen a project in the wild and said to yourself, now that's cool, I'd love to hear about it and maybe feature it on an upcoming episode. You can reach me at michael at crowncontent.ca. This podcast is a companion to the 69 podcast, which talks to smart people doing interesting things in this business. It's also tied in with 169, which is the website to read if you really want to learn about the digital signage industry. You'll find that at 16-9.net. This podcast is produced by me in Toronto and is a product of Vertical Media Consulting Group, the massive media empire my buddy Dave Haynes runs out of his house down the highway in Burlington, Ontario. This podcast is sponsored by Mahler Digital Signage. Check them at mahlerdso.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Michael Tutton.